Hello and welcome to the Teen Nugget. I'm Mike Conan and this is today's Teen Nugget. And if you have not listened to this Teen Nuggets before, uh, just a quick overview of what they are. This is intended for a parent and a teen to listen to together and then talk about it. Uh, It's a resource for parents to be able to share their stories and their faith with their kids. Because the number one impact on a kid's faith journey is their parents and understanding their parents' faith and their parents being able to communicate that. So uh, I encourage you, uh, listen to it with your teen while you drive in the car. Uh, Listen uh, to it maybe before you go to school, uh, before you go to bed. Uh, There's plenty of opportunities during the day and make the most of this time that you have with your teens, especially when they're younger teens, to connect with them and share with them about some of the more difficult things uh, in life and some of the great things in life. So for today's nugget, we're going to deal with one of those more difficult things, rejection. Uh, How do you handle it when you don't make the cut? Uh, Right now we're in Washington anyway, we're finally getting back to sports. Um, And so there's been tryouts for all kinds of different things for actually fall, spring, and, and even winter sports are coming up here in a little bit. And it's that moment where kids will decide and figure out if they made the cut or not. And it is a nerve wracking time. Uh, In Part of the reason they try out for a team, of course, is because they want to be a part, because they want to participate, because they think that being a part of that group and doing that activity will bring them uh, some sort of satisfaction and joy that their hearts are looking for. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. My kids have all tried out for teams. My kids have all made teams and my kids have all not made teams. And there is definitely that moment where part of life and part of what you have to prepare for is rejection. Uh, Now, I'm certain there are people who have faced less rejection than other people, and I'm not even going to pretend like uh, that isn't the case, but every single one of us has faced rejection at one point or another. Every single one of us has been told, uh, you're not uh, enough to be on this team. You're not good enough. You're not the right fit. Uh, You don't belong here. And how we handle that is a really uh, important piece of our development in life, and especially our Christian character. And let me just start by saying this. Rejection is tough. Rejection is tough, period. Nobody likes to be rejected. Everybody wants to be included. But in the world that we live in, uh, like it or not, uh, there is a moment of inclusion. There is a moment of rejection that all of us will go through. So how do we handle it when we are told that we don't make the cut? That's the big question. And maybe I'll just start with the story and probably the most painful story of my own journey, uh, especially my my childhood journey, was when I went to middle school. And when I started at middle school, I tried to break into a friend group uh, that was from another school. So they all knew each other and and I wanted to be in their group. And so I sat with them and uh, I noticed, though, that if I sat first, they wouldn't sit with me. But if I sat later, they would let me sit there with them. Uh, And so I would go to lunch late on purpose so that I could sit with these guys. I don't ask me why I wanted to be there. I, you know, there's a whole other issues related to that, I'm sure. But uh, I remember uh, at one point, one of the boys told me that I couldn't sit there anymore. And he even told me he's going to beat me up if I sat there. And I remember the pain of that moment. Even as I tell the story now, I could still remember the pain vividly of of that moment. And uh, I was told you don't make the cut uh, for this group of people. And boy, that was a real painful reality. And that's the kind of thing that devastates uh, a young boy, but it also devastates an adult. And 
whenever we face rejection, it is something that grabs hold of the deepest part of our hearts. So let me start by just saying this. Pain is real. uh, And it, it is just a reality of life. Rejection stinks. And it is painful. There's other kinds of pain that we go through for sure. And there's abusive pain, which we're not going to talk about in this podcast, but there is a a rejection kind of pain uh, that every single one of us has to go through. And it is difficult and challenging, largely because we can easily find our value from acceptance and affirmation instead of being made in the image of God and being loved by God. And in fact, study after study has shown and proven the scriptures to be true that indeed, We are made in the image of God, and indeed we are loved by God. And until we discover that central calling of our lives to walk in the love of God and walk in the dignity of being created in the image of God, and that God's love and God's uh, work in our lives is enough, when we're trying to find that worth, when we're trying to find that sense of loving presence and belonging from other things instead of the Lord, uh, we will be on a path towards rejection after rejection after rejection. And hopefully, uh, as you go through that pain, um, the Bible tells us that we are to rejoice in our suffering, okay? Because suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope will not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. In other words, when we face rejection, when we face pain, Uh, When we don't get the job, when we don't make the team, we're not invited to the party, when we are not allowed to sit with a particular group, uh, whenever we face those types of things, it is a pain that is in us. But the Bible tells us that that pain, God is using uh, to make us stronger. And that is a character then that will lead us to point our, our focus and our drive more and more towards the Lord. Uh, there's a, a song that was uh, written in 1993, and I know for you that are listening, especially you teens, you can roll your eyes now, but that was back when I was uh, leading youth ministry. And so we used to sing the song in our, in our youth ministry, and it was called Second String, and it's by Wes King, and I'll, I'll place a link on our website. And by the way, there's questions, I forgot to mention, there's questions, and there's also resources available on OurTrueLegacy.com. If you just go to resources and click on Teen Nuggets, you will find uh, questions and resources that can uh, help you further this discussion of how do we handle rejection? How do you handle pain? And in the story, in the song Second String, he describes what it's like to sit on the bench while, your other, while you watch your other friends play and how, how life can sometimes throw you that, that sense of, boy, I'm not good enough. And he talks about the story of David and how David, uh, when they went to anoint the king to, to decide who would be the next king, they knew it was going to be coming out of uh, his dad, Jesse's family. And so they, they had all of his brothers there, but David was such an afterthought that they didn't even invite him to come out. And yet uh, he was the one who was chosen. And then uh, when they're facing this thing, Goliath, this man, Goliath, David was such a small guy that he was laughed at when he said that he would go fight him. And, and he, didn't, he couldn't even wear the warrior clothes. He was so small and scrawny. But the Lord had a plan and purpose for him that was awesome and great. And I want to tell you, in my experience, uh, 100% of the greatest leaders in the history of the Christian church have been through rejection and pain, had to go through this whole part and this whole struggle of 
finding their identity in Christ and the love and acceptance that God has for them. In the New Testament, we have the story of John the Baptist. And Jesus said that John the Baptist was the greatest human to live before he came. That's how highly he spoke of John the Baptist. And yet John the Baptist was rejected. Uh, John the Baptist uh, was mocked. Uh, John the Baptist even was arrested and faced the ultimate rejection of dying uh, because of people not liking what he was and what he stood for and his message. And of course, when we think of the ultimate leader, we think of Christ. And as we ponder uh, Holy Week, as I'm recording this, and Good Friday in particular, we are reminded uh, that Christ faced the ultimate rejection. Here he is, the leader of the world, the greatest human to ever live, okay? The, the God of the universe walking among us. And time and time again, in the stories of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we see Christ rejected. And he's rejected by the cool crowd. He's rejected and didn't make the cut for the folks who were supposed to be uh, the ones who would bring everyone in. And ultimately, his rejection led to the cross. And, and when Jesus uh, talks about us and denying ourselves, picking up our cross daily and following him, part of that is learning to deal with rejection. Uh, let me tell you a couple of things to close this with. And one is a danger that can come from facing rejection. And one danger that can come from facing rejection is a withdrawal and an unwillingness to take risk. Uh, because whether we know it uh, in front of our minds or whether it's in the back of our minds, we remember the pain of what it was like to put yourself out there and then not be validated and not be included. And so that can put us in a pattern, the habit of pulling away and hiding in addictions, hiding in entertainment, and and the Lord would have us uh, to live lives that are bold and engaging. And so I would encourage you, don't hide uh, as a result of your pain. Maybe, obviously, when you're grieving, and you should grieve, and you should, uh, there's tons of stuff that I listen to when I'm going through pain, and to just deal with the pain, it's, it's a real part of life. Don't ignore it, but then don't let it ruin your life. Don't let it walk away. And And lastly, um, I would also say this, you never know what God is doing in the big picture. I'm so thankful for that rejection that I went through in middle school. Couldn't be more thankful. Um, I'm, those guys are great now, I'm sure. But at the same time, boy, that was not the path that I needed to go down. I wouldn't be the person I am today if I had not learned um, the power of persevering and and the strength of character that I have. So now when I face rejection, and I do, when I don't make the cut, and it happens often when uh, those things happen. I am used to it, and I power through, and I trust the Lord, uh, and I, I'm, I don't find myself paralyzed by fear like I see so many, and that's because I've been through rejection and overcome it. And so even when you face pain, when you face challenge, know this, God is working for a greater purpose, and that purpose is to build your character, to make you more like Christ, to keep persevering, because He has great things for you, and He loves you and cares for you. May you walk in that. Amen. So parents, if, if you're willing, I would encourage you to be vulnerable. Share of a time when you were rejected. Maybe it's a friend's story like me. Maybe uh, it's a, um, a time uh, when you didn't get a job. Maybe a school you really wanted to go to. Uh, and talk to your teen about how you process that and, and what you would do with that. And, and, and open up a dialogue about how we deal with pain. And it's real. All right. 
Again, go to OurTrueLegacy.com to get more questions and resources related to this topic. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening.